Welcome to Conscious Being Conscious Living podcast. I'm Eva Pandit and I invite you to explore a different way of being and creating in the world. Welcome to another episode of Conscious Being Conscious Living. This is your host Eva Pandit and today we're talking about what are we talking about today? I actually forgot the title, the the way I no, titled it, but it was something on the ground of the only problem that you have, and uh, it might be titled a little bit different. But I first heard this in context to money, because uh, you know it's very easy and common uh, to see and understand how people say they have money problems, like how many times. I have uh, told myself that oh I have some problem around money or you know just it's it's just an easy one an easy topic to look at how uh, money is a problem for a lot of people in the world and so but is money truly the problem the first time I heard Gary Douglas say that money is not the problem you are I was kind of flabbergasted. and what he said right after that is literally at the core of the only problem that you ever have the only problem that you ever have is a problem of receiving so in this entire book money is not a problem you are and anytime gary talks about it he always says that you don't have a money problem you have a receiving problem there's infinite money available there's an abundance of money available and the only reason you're having a problem is cuz you're not receiving and when it kind of first of all blows my mind even when i look at it now that you know any problem including the problem with money the problem in relationships the problem with even your feelings and stuff things that we call our feelings and stuff like that the only problem that you have is a problem in receiving and when i say receiving what i mean is not just the context of the situation that we're talking about so say if money is what we're looking at then when i'm saying that receiving is the only problem that you have yes there's a problem in receiving money but even greater than that there's so many other things related to life and in the universe and in our lives and living that we aren't willing to receive And so I thought let's explore what are some of the things that we aren't willing to receive that create any problem that you truly have. The first thing that you are typically unwilling to receive is judgments. And when I say judgments, I mean judgments of other people. Yes, of course, it's easy to understand, right? Like it's uh people judge. That's the primary reality on our earth right now unfortunately and how does it get any better than that and what would it take for that to change because judgment is actually the source of all limitation any time you judge something you cannot see anything that's beyond that judgment and so it's easy to see that with other people right so when you feel judged you know when say for example if other people in your life that when you share uh something you feel like they're judging you and it's not pleasant being around those people is it and so the problem is not that they're judging you the problem is your unwillingness to receive their judgment now that's one part of the equation when it comes to judgments receiving other people's judgments 
Another part of that equation is receiving your own judgments and especially your own judgments of you. Like something as simple as let's say that you're you start your day feeling fantastic and then suddenly something shifts and change uh, changes and your energy contracts or you're not quote unquote feeling focused anymore or you start procrastinating or uh you know you start having this overwhelm or the build up come in and you stop doing what you were doing now what happens in that moment do you actually allow yourself to receive everything that's going on for you in that moment or do you judge yourself and start resisting exactly what you're feeling start reacting to whatever that's showing up for you and so if any time you're resisting or reacting to any point of view that you have and anywhere you make yourself wrong you're judging yourself and so how many times in a day even since you woke up in the morning up till now how many times in the day have you judged yourself already so everything that is would you destroy and uncreate it <sighs> judgments of yourself and judgments that you perceive in the world i would say among the top things that we're unwilling to receive we never taught to receive them we're taught to resist them to ignore them to go you know kind of um react live in a very reactive way to them uh you know by forcing ourselves towards what we want to create versus looking at what another possibility could be wherein you just receive the judgments and don't really make them mean anything the only way a judgment or a point of view sticks to you is when you're either aligning and agreeing with it or you're resisting and reacting to it and so in either of the situation you've bought it and now you're living in reaction to it so if someone comes and says hey uh you know what you haven't been you know you didn't do this right or you should be doing this a little bit different and it's their point of view and if you align and agree with it and you're like yeah you know what i think you're right then you allow that to stick to you if on the other hand you're resistant react to it and you're like fuck you who the hell are you to tell me you know that this is not work you know i should be doing something else you're judging me and now in that resistance and reaction again it sticks to us and what what would receiving be like receiving a judgment would be like someone comes and delivers a judgment or their point of view or their opinion at you and you don't buy it you're like hmm okay cool thank you for sharing and you don't align and agree with it you don't resist and react to it you check in with yourself if that's true for you or not because remember what's true for you will always be light and expansive and anything that's not light and expansive anything that's contractive and heavy is a lie so first of all one of the things that you're not willing to receive is judgments and remember the only problem that you have is a problem of receiving there's no other problem in the universe 
You're not willing to receive judgments of other people. You're not willing to receive judgments of yourself. Now, the second thing that I wanted to talk about briefly is unwillingness to receive the insanity that people are choosing. Now, let's be honest. Like growing up a lot of times, like life didn't make sense to me. Why would you do that? Or why would you have that point of view? Like my mother, sweet, sweet little being. (laughs) Funny that I call her a little being, even though she's my mom. (laughs) My mom, all through growing up, had this point of view, uh, a religious point of view. And I, I get it. I see that, you know, it's her thing. But her point of view was that on Thursdays, you do not wash your hair in honoring of whatever you're honoring. And it did not make sense to me. And I was like, okay, cool, you can do that, but I don't want to do that. And me and my mother, funny as it may sound, one of our main reasons of conflicts growing up was that she had a point of view uh, that was insane for me, that, you know, you don't wash your hair on Thursdays. And I'd be like, what the hell? Like, who, like, in her, from from her world, uh, you know, she, she had the point of view that this particular deity that she's worshipping that's a way to honor them. And I'm like, why would your deity rather have me come in with dirty hair than, you know, have be fresh <laughs> and have like a freshly washed hair? Like it did not make sense to me. And this is just a tiny example, but there's so many in our lives, like things don't make sense. And then we go about asking the one question that is more damaging than anything else, which is why? Why are they doing this? And we actually start into the, uh, you know, mindset of computing and trying to figure out that, okay, if so many people are choosing this, there must be something logical about it. And then we try to make sense of it, but it doesn't make sense to us. And then we make ourselves wrong and we try to see where do we fit in in this insanity. And a lot of your life, how much of your life, in fact, growing up was just that, you identifying things that from your point of view, you're like, this is insane. And when I say insane, not from a place of judging them, but like, okay, cool. Like you can choose that. But why would like, not my, not my circus, not my monkeys, (laughs) kind of like that, you know? And what happens when instead of receiving the insanity that people are choosing, like, for example, something as simple as, so much of humanity is almost killing the earth. Like the same planet that we inhabit, we are depleting and we are diminishing. We are cutting the habitats of all the natural species that not only uh, exist in the world, but also contribute to our own you know, ecology and the ecosystem. Now that's insanity, isn't it? Like it doesn't make sense, but people do do that. So number two thing that I was identifying that we are often unwilling to receive is the insanity that people are choosing. And as I'm saying that, I'm becoming aware that it can be easy to misidentify that because you're receiving something, you're either condoning it or being ignorant of it. It's none of that. It's literally about receiving insanity that other people are choosing is literally about not having a point of view about it. It's not about just following the sheep herd and, you know, not doing anything about it. If you want to do something about it, if that's what expands your life, do it, but from a different space. So notice the difference between 
you choosing to do something or take an action uh, from a place of, you know, resisting and reacting and being angry about something that's honestly literally just insane but exists in the world versus taking action forward from a space of, huh, that's insane. Never mind that. I'd like to see more of this. So I'm going to choose that and I'm going to contribute towards that. That's a very different space, isn't it? And so number two thing that we are unwilling to receive after judgments is insanities that people are choosing. Um, And one interesting thing, because I, I, (laughs) if you were wondering, I have like a little post-it note where I have some points written down. One more thing I wanted to touch upon this topic of insanity people are choosing is because a lot of times what people choose doesn't make sense. We try to make sense out of it, but something that doesn't make sense doesn't make sense. So why do people choose what they choose? Because they choose it. It's literally as simple as that. People choose what they choose because they choose it. And we try to attach all these meanings. We try to understand what they're doing. We try to change None of that works. And so it contributes to that one thing that's the core of any problem in our life, which is unwillingness to receive. Unwillingness to receive judgments. Unwillingness to receive insanity. And again, when I'm saying unwillingness to receive, I by no means mean that you become complacent or that you stop engaging with what you'd like to create. But in fact, on the contrary, you engage more with what you'd like to create by not giving energy to that, which you do not like, which you'd not like to create or have in your life. So now number three, (laughs) and I would say it's actually one of the primary things that you're unwilling to receive is you. How much in your life were you even taught to receive you? And how much of your life has been about negating that which you know, negating that which doesn't sometimes feel right, because that's how it often the awareness shows up, and just doing something because that's what you should do. You know, I was just talking to somebody this weekend, and I was uh, sharing how uh, almost a decade, it's all crazy how time goes it's almost been a decade that uh i was it 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 was a couple years that i was out of my uh masters in psychology and like i did all the things right i was the right daughter i was the right student i did everything right checked all of my assignments were on point i did everything right and all those check boxes you know that you're supposed to have that you should this and this and this and this i had done everything I had the most amazing boyfriend. We were about to get married. We didn't. But um, everything was supposed going the way it was supposed to go. And I was miserable. And there came a point in my life that I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I was majorly depressed. I was, I even became suicidal at one point. Like nothing made sense. I'm like, if this is what life is, I'm sorry, I don't want to have it. And that's when I started realizing that the one person that I haven't been receiving my entire damn life, in fact, I was never taught to receive, is me. So I wonder how much have you been negating and refusing 
to receive the gift that you are. Everything, all the, you know, the greatness that you're looking for, all of the, you know, all the possibilities that are available to you, you can only have them when you're having you in the first place, isn't it? And one of the things, even within the category of unwillingness to receive ourselves, I would say that there are three broad things, even within that, that we're often resisting to receive. Number one thing, resisting to receive your awareness. You're aware, have you noticed? You pick up on things. You pick up on other people's thoughts. You pick up on what's going on in their world, their emotion, their energy, their space. People don't have to use words to give you information on that. You just pick up on that information because you're aware. And a lot of times, because unfortunately, so far, our traditional education hasn't really been about educating us on our awareness that how do we utilize that uh, and it's mostly even about how do you develop this skill and how do you become more employable and things like that. But if you look at it, you're aware. And if you do not really learn how to receive that awareness, you could create a havoc in your life. Been there, done that. Sometimes still do. So what does receiving your awareness look like? Remember the example we talked about just a while ago, actually at the very beginning around, uh, let's say you're working, you wake up very refreshed and you're really focused and, and not even focused, focused like this, but like you're really engulfed in whatever you're creating. And then suddenly your energy contracts and then suddenly you're like, oh, no, no, no. You start resisting that contraction, try to push through it and, you know, try to create despite whatever it is that you're feeling, sometimes making yourself wrong because now you're not doing it right and secretly suffering. Now, what if that thing, that contraction that you perceived in your world was literally just an awareness of something? Imagine how different your life would be, how much easier it would get if you start really cultivating the trust in yourself with that you're aware and when you're aware, catch yourself in the moment. And instead of just assuming that just because this contraction has come up, it's mine or something's gone wrong or that that contraction just validates your innate secret, you know, fear or knowing that, oh, I am wrong. And what if none of that was true? And instead of that, you were present enough to notice that you're just aware of something. But again, we're never taught to receive. We're not taught to receive awareness. We're not taught to receive what the gifts that we have, or in fact, not even we have. When we say gift I have, it's kind of like something, that this is you and this is the gifts that you have. The gifts that you have is not something that's outside of you. It's who you be. It's your being. That's the gift. And how many times have you ever been encouraged to even acknowledge or identify that, forget receiving it? If you were anything like me, never. It was never a conversation growing up around, hey, you are a gift. 
And I wonder what can you add to your life that would amplify it and bring it more in the world. And that so closely uh, is linked to receiving the greatness of you. And when I say greatness of you, it's all the lightness and the spaciousness and the possibilities, that space from which you truly show up as your best version, as I often call it, like as the best you, because you are showing up as you. There is no best, better, best or worse in you. There's just you and then all the other things that you are not willing to receive which from my point of view, always start from a place of awareness. It's something you're aware of, other people's judgments, your own judgments, the insanity in the world, or, you know, and you're not willing to receive that. Each and every point of view that you have is a limitation. It's not the reality. So anywhere that you feel fucked up, is it true or is it a point of view? Anything that, you know, any place in which you're frustrated in your life, how many points of views do you have that if you didn't make them real and true, because they aren't, are they, will give you you. And so as I was looking and talking about this topic of the only, the one problem that you have, the only problem that you have It's not the relationship. It's not your focus. It's not that you're procrastinating. It's not money. The only problem that you have is that you're unwilling to receive. Receive the judgments, the insanities, and most importantly, receive you. Because when you truly receive the space and the possibilities and the gift and the greatness of you, would you really have any problem? Or would you just be living and creating kind of more like how nature does? And so another thing I wanted to briefly touch upon is the barriers that we raise. Like if if you look at this whole topic from an energetic point of view, then uh, think of it like any point of view that you take, any judgment you're unwilling to receive, let's say it's a barrier. It's an energetic, literally solid barrier right here. Any point of view that you've um, solidified in your world, anything, you know, any belief that you've solidified in your world, it's right here in front of you. And all the insanities you're unwilling to, like all of these are like barriers. So this is the universe, the world as it is. And anywhere we're not, in order to not be willing to receive it, we have to put up these barriers in different ways and forms. And so I wanted to introduce you to this one simple exercise of lowering your barriers. Anytime that you find yourself in a space where there's intensity, actually, it's not a space, it's a density, (laughs) right? Anytime you find yourself in this place where it's dense and intense and it's not spacious. It's not exuberance. It's not light. Here's one exercise I'd invite you to try. In this moment, forget your mind. Like if your mind could actually solve problems, you wouldn't have any. Mind is only capable of, you know, it, it, it's only capable of working around what it already knows. 
And if what you're looking at creating is beyond what you've ever had or beyond that space of familiarity or comfort zone, you've got to access a different space. So I'm going to invite you to, first of all, all the barriers of your mind, lower them down. Don't ask how, just do it. Notice how even in asking the how, you're raising a barrier to receiving this exercise. So lower your barriers, all of your thoughts, lower them down. Just push them for some while down into the earth. Lower them even more and more. Lower your barriers. And any thought that you notice come up, barrier, lower it down. Any emotion that you're perceiving in your body, notice any barriers to receiving the energy underneath that and lower that. Lower your barriers and allow yourself to receive. And anything that does not allow you to receive, whatever the energy or the intensity is, will you destroy and uncreate all that? And lower your barriers more and further and further. And notice the space that starts opening up. And notice any other barriers that want to go up and just calm them down. You can raise them up right after this, but for now, lower the barriers. Just be curious and wonder for a moment. What would it be like if you had no barriers? What would it be like to walk the earth without barriers? And what would it be like to approach the situation without barriers? Notice anything, any energy that you haven't been willing to receive, any judgment. You haven't been willing to receive any hurt or emotion that's been standing up like a barrier limiting your receiving. Lower it down. And then ask the universe to show you what receiving this particular thing would be for you. Because you don't have to do it alone. You aren't alone. There are so many beings and so many energies available for you to draw from. And so ask the universe to support you. Ask the universe to show you what receiving is. That's been one of my major asks these days. I literally just walk and I'm like, universe, what is receiving for me? I wonder what it is like to receive. I wonder what it is like to receive me. I wonder if I was truly being me, what would it be like? Would I still have? This problem, would I still be choosing the things that I'm choosing? So everywhere I'm not being me. And everywhere I'm not being with my awareness and receiving it. And everywhere I'm trying to compute and to figure out and to try to make sense of the things that don't make sense. And hence I'll never find the sense behind them. Destroy and uncreate all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shirts, boys, and beyond. And that was the clearing statement. If you want to know about it, 
write in the comment and I'll share more with you or go to theclearingstatement.com. But lower all barriers and just wonder what is life, living, and creation that is true for you? What's your reality here? Is your reality the reality of barriers and not receiving? Or is your reality different? Is it about receiving all of it? Is it about the reality of ease and joy and space and possibilities? Ah, thank you for joining me on this exploration today. And one more thing. There are two things I want to leave you with. One, three actually. <laughs> one, just, just wonder about how judgments of other people and of yourself that you're not willing to receive, insanities that you're aware of, have been trying to make sense of, but haven't truly been receiving. And you, how much of all these three you haven't been truly receiving? And what would be different about the thing that you're quote-unquote struggling with or that is not ease for you or that you would like to be more ease for you? What would it be like if you actually received more there? That's number one. Number two, practice lowering your barrier. So let's say one of some of your most intense places, like for me, for example, some of the most intense places are like social situations. And I become, because I'm, I'm, I'm an empath and I'm psychic as fuck. And if you're still listening to me, I can almost guarantee that so are you. Not almost, I can guarantee so are you that you're an empath and you are far more aware than you've yet started acknowledging or noticing even. And so when I enter like spaces that are social, I become aware of everybody's universe is like a whoop and all the insecurities. And sometimes when I walk in, I feel insecure and I have to catch myself. And I'm like, wait a second, is this even mine? And so the second practice that I'd like to invite you to this week is to lower your barriers. Because that's what I immensely play with in social situations when I'm feeling awkward or when I'm feeling nervous or not at ease. How much of this is my fucking awareness? And then lower your barriers and lower your barriers. It's like an ongoing thing. So even if it is like a conversation with a loved one or someone that it's hard for you to talk to, just lower your barriers and you don't have to talk to them. But even for like those two minutes that you do, lower your barriers, receive. And look at what works for me. Now, the additional third thing I'd invite you to play with is what's the mantra of access consciousness, which is all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And notice if that's light for you, when you're truly being you, does all of life come to you with ease, joy, and glory? Is that how it is even supposed to be? And so everywhere that you have cut off your receiving from that, destroy and uncreate it. And so just practice saying all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory at least two times a day. 
right when you wake up and right after hitting the bed. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. Say it 10 times. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease, joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease, joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease, joy and glory. I'll leave you with that note for today. And we'll meet again next week. Until then, have fun. Bye. Thank you for listening to this show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review on the platform you're listening on and share this with somebody you know who might be looking for something different in their life. To join me in the free Conscious Being Conscious Living Club and receive your welcome gift, you can go to avapundit.com forward slash club. And to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can visit accessconsciousness.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast.